What's up, Scales crew and the rest of my listeners out there? Welcome back to season one, part two of the Sex Pope Chat with Jerron Howie and friends. I am your host, Jerron Howie, and you know how it go. We have sophisticated sexual chat for the sophisticated sexual adult. This is all about sex and sexuality. And tonight, I have three special guests joining me tonight to talk about more than just one topic. It's gonna to be several topics we're gonna to get into. We really gonna get into the nitty gritty of things. You know what I'm saying? So I first wanna welcome everybody back to the show. Yeah, we took a break. We had some things that we had to get done. We got into some things of the things and now we are here. So, you know, welcome back to all my listeners. I appreciate you guys. You guys have been listening for a minute. So welcome back to the show. So without further ado tonight, I am going to go ahead and introduce, well, actually I'm gonna let my panel of guests introduce themselves and now we're gonna start with our ladies. I have three special people here that know how to cut up, know how to have a good time, but also understand what we're talking about. So I'm gonna go ahead and introduce my first guest here, Ms. Yancey Brown. Ms. Yancey Brown, go ahead and take it away. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, 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 I am Yancey A. Brown. I am owner and founder of Yancey Styles Boutique. It is a boutique where sisterhood meets the brand. And so I always want to encourage and empower women through fashion. All right, well, welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. And we also have um, someone from my hometown that I came up with, Miss Xavier. Still McCray, how you doing, baby? Oh my god, my whole government. Hi, guys. Um, <laughs> um, I'm Xavier. Most people just call me X or Zay. Um, I'm from Concord, North Carolina. I've known John, I don't know how long. God, it's been ages. So, um, it's wonderful to be here. I've always just been the type that. Um, super transparent and I try to create a safe place for everyone to be themselves just because I know what it's like to to not feel included so uh, you know I'm all about educating people enlightening people and loving people all right well thank you for coming and thank you for being here you know what I'm saying and I, you already know we get ready to cut just like we used to with you know at church <laughs> you know we gonna cut it up tonight but my my next guest, last but not least, my gentleman on my side for the evening, Mr. Lamar. Rod Williams out there. How you doing, brother? Uh Lamar. Most people call me Ryder. Um, I'm more into the enlightening and educating uh, fashion of things. Um, whether it's tumultuous or conf- conflicting with most people or whatever, I'm cool with that. But uh, I'm here, I'm just here to educate and elaborate on things that we have an understanding of. Okay, for sure, for sure, for sure. All right, well, so since we are here for one purpose, let's get into the topics tonight. Tonight's topics are going to touch on sexuality and religion, sexuality and toxicity, and then last but not least, sexuality and polyamory. 
So basically what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna let everybody come over. I'm gonna go around to everybody and let you guys weigh in on each topic. You let you let me know why you feel that way, you know, why you stand on that conviction and ten toes down, you know, and let's try to get some understanding and educate one another. And for the listeners out there, please believe that I'm gonna get you guys involved too, because we are going to make sure you get all of the information to send us text and your emails and your shouts. So that way next week we can actually um mention some of you guys on the air and we can read some of your responses on whether you agree or disagree with that uh, panel for tonight. So we're going to get into it. So like I said, ladies, first, we'll start in the way we did the introductions. We'll go ahead and get started. Sexuality and religion. Now, sexuality and religion, of course, we know they tend to not try to make them go hand in hand, but we know that they do. And some people look at sexuality in a religious aspect as something that you should only do if you did something you should only do if you're that you know and i'm just kind of like hmm let's talk about it i mean we can get a little bit more in detail i'll go i'll get a little further into it but i want to know what you guys feel about it so let's talk about it let, let's let's talk about it um which one of you ladies want to go first i I'll leave it you, Yancy, uh, you want to go first? Yes, yes. So, okay, myself, I identify as uh, spirituality, uh, just being a spiritual being and flowing, free-flowing. Um, so I myself identify as bisexual, um, and I can definitely say as growing up, I grew up in a church, so Christianity is what I grew up with. And, of course, off-rip when you are you know, raised in that community, in my experience, sexuality is always one of the main topics. It could absolutely be the first thing that is a reason for you to go to hell. Um, it is sometimes considered like the biggest sin of sins. So I didn't see sexuality in that light. Uh, my mother grew up um, as a lesbian. So my household with her was completely different how I was being raised with my grandmother in the church. So it conflicted my views for a very long time uh, until, you know, you walk in your own journey and you start doing your own real research about different religions and cultures and spirituality. And then you realize it ain't all what is what it's caked up to be. You know, yeah, I, I can feel you on that. Um, I mean, <clears throat> it's, it's kind of like, and, and, you know, I'm gonna be blunt. It's kind of like people used to say, "You, you done stuck your finger in that girl pussy. You getting ready to go to hell? Like why? Yep. yep. Why am I getting ready to go to hell? Or you missing? You know what? Xavier, how you feel about it? What What do you feel about sexuality and religion? Like, what, what on your end? How How do you feel about it? Well, okay. So the way I feel about it, I really just feel like. For starters, I feel like people have turned religion into what it's really not supposed to be. So I feel like people interpretation of sexuality based on the Bible is misconstrued. Um, I feel like people have used the Bible to to I mean, it's obvious people have used the Bible, for example, I'm Christian. People have used the Bible as a method of um, pushing their own propaganda and it not even have anything to either. There, there, there's no there's no alignment. There's just 
you know, hearsay pretty much. And they're ling- they're leaning on whoever it is that's pushing this propaganda because they've, you know, called themselves, you know, um, a leader and all this stuff. So they're thinking that they can trust this person. So I just really feel like, um, I just really feel like it's kind of messed it up for a lot of people, especially when it comes to, you know, learning learning yourself from the basics from like you know what feels good what feels bad uh you know likes and dislikes i really feel like it has just created a complete mind fuck Ooh, not the mind fuckery yes you see you're on to something there you're on to something there lamar how you feel about that bro um i i honestly kind of heavily agree with x when she said you know uh religion has weaponized sexuality against their followers um it ultimately really does because these people entrust their their fate basically into what it is that they're telling them or preaching to them that ultimately would define what it is that they do as their motives so but it does tie hand in hand as she said with propaganda and agenda to basically have a level or exhibit some type of control over the masses and what it is that they do and whether they find themselves in their own sexuality and it it ultimately just comes down to you finding yourself if you find yourself through spirituality or whatever realm that you want to dwell in then your sexuality follows in the same suit that's right I can, I can, I can do that. I can do that. Now, let me just kind of pose this question to you real quick. To me, to everybody. Okay, pose this to everybody real quick. Based off of what we know versus what we were taught when it comes to sex and religion, how did that shift? your not your view but how did that shift your 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 growth throughout your sexuality hang on we're gonna pop yeah that's 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 the i i wanted to see what everybody feels about that you know i want you know just take a quick second to kind of do that but before we do i do want to uh introduce my uh next guest that's on the panel um Mr. AQ, new by official new body Benz himself, but I'm gonna let him give you a little bit more about himself and what he does because I'm not the only podcaster on tonight's call. So go ahead and give us a little bit about yourself, Kels. Uh, hey, uh, my name is Kelly. I go by official new body Benz. Um, I'm a podcaster, a singly gay podcast. I'm actually the creator. Um, had it for two years. Um, I have a clothing store a brand you know doing a lot of different things but podcast is my passion so I've, I've been enjoying doing that and just having a blast at it <laughs> okay and just for my listeners out there you are um also a member of the lgbtqia community as well i'm, I'm like, falling there somewhere like, i'm like i'm a lesbian but i fall in there somewhere <laughs> okay well then you got the l okay the l and the q okay. how about that, was that, but that you, worked. Did, you would you would you identify yourself as alternative lifestyle or would you identify yourself as just an intrinsic um, eccentric human i mean well i've always identified myself as a lesbian you know how they say blondes have more fun i've always felt that lesbians have more fun yeah. so that's my way of like you know i don't get into the whole 
position of it all, like the top two okay. bottoms. Right. You know, if I'm feeling you, I'm feeling you. If, if not, then I'm not. <laughs> yeah, see, ladies and gentlemen, he's about to bring a whole different flavor and some heat to this conversation, and I'm loving it. And I'm so glad that you're here. So, all right. Again, I'm just going to post the question out there because also, listeners, I want you guys to um, text us 419-360-8837. That's one line. The next line you can text us at 419-360-3387. And you can chime in and let us know, do you agree or disagree with any of the panelists so far in the question of sexuality versus religion? So, Kel, I know you um, were just coming in, so I'm going to kind of let you touch on that topic too. And then I asked the question, I was like, knowing that what we know now versus what we were taught, how did that help um shape your uh sexual growth your sexuality and your growth in that journey but just um talk about real quick um sexuality and religion like 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 what what is that how does that encompass to you like what do you what do you what do you feel when that comes about or when someone says that um i've honestly i don't really feel anything i've always been taught at a young age to just be myself and express myself whatever that how that sees fit with my family um, but I do have a very like church background with my family. Like I grew up like being in church seven days out of the week. And, you know, you can't listen to this type of music. And literally, if we were out, it was like you had to be at Bible study, choir rehearsal, you know, the Bible camps and all of that stuff. But, um, but no, I think what allowed me to be like myself sexually, like being free, like I've always known like long as I treat people the way that they need to be treated and the way I need to be treated, like, God knows my heart, I'm always going to be loved. Like, I don't think that, like, I get judged for, like, what I like or what I like to do in the bedroom and stuff like that. I feel like just being sexual is a space where you're supposed to be free and welcoming, especially, like, if you're comfortable with the thing, doing the things with the person that you're with. Um, if you're not comfortable, you shouldn't be doing it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, so basically, you don't feel like religion should have like a, a, a stronghold on, on, your, on the person's sexuality? No, I don't because at the end of the day, that's just like they're having a stronghold within the straight people in the, in the church. There's a lot of things they shouldn't be doing, but we let's be real. A lot of them have babies before they okay. get married. A lot of them like, you know, get pregnant every other couple weeks. You know what I'm saying? And then you want to try to judge me by like, Bro, bringing that heat. With. So, oh, and then you even got pastors that will have a whole wife and be cheating with one of the women on the deacon board or something. Look, I ain't trying to judge nobody. <laughs> you do what you do, and I'm going to do what I do. That's how I leave that back. Mark. That's it. Okay. It's a bunch of pots calling kettles black. Ooh. Ain't it though? Ain't it though? That's why I walked away from that, man. I, I done seen too much. But hey, you know what though? <laughs> yeah. Mm, I mean, honestly, it just makes me sad because again, like my point was like I really don't feel like that was the whole purpose of religion as a whole. Like I feel like it was supposed to be a form of a blueprint, something to bring balance. But people have taken it and ran with it. And I don't I don't think that's how we were supposed to live. So I mean like what keeps me what keeps me fixed is just knowing that, you know, just just like Aquarius said, you know, God is gonna love me regardless. I mean, and my job is not to judge anyone. That's not in my job description. So my job while I'm here is to love everyone. 
like what you do like i can't it's one thing to hold someone accountable it's another thing to judge them to judge i don't want you to hurt yourself but if this is what's gonna make like if this is what's making you happy and you know it's healthy you know i i really don't have anything to say if you need me call me they utilize it as a, a tool for control Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that too. But you also you have to realize, like people, when they do those things and they're using it, they're doing it to cover up what they are genuinely feeling or what they are genuinely wanting to do. So it makes them uncomfortable that we are able to lay and do all of the things and play in the sunshine. Mm-hmm. And you looking at me like you upset because you can't do it. It's like, but you can't do it. Oh, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. You decided to be in a hot ass closet. You decided to want to like get a whole family and still have your boyfriend as a side piece. You know, you decided to still tell people that you be ill and you don't come out, but that's you. Projection is a motherfucker because that's all it is. It is. It really is. It's crazy. I was just having this conversation with one of my friends because I have I have a family member that you know is on his spiritual journey his religious journey and he's at this point and i just laugh at him because i'm like you're you're at this stage where you're pretty much sending everybody to hell i know there's something up and sure enough i found out what was up so i'm just like you poor baby you'll you'll figure it out but i'm just you know it's just crazy it's crazy what people will do but you know what though something i want to talk about and this is when we talk about religion sometimes i don't even think that it's so much of the fact that oh wow um uh 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 he's he's going against everything biblical this and that. it's about appearances it's yeah, about perception. Oh, that 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 whole that whole um 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 that it's reputation yeah that reputation yeah. and it's like oh wow yeah. i can't i can't believe that such and such is this or i can't i don't want nobody to know that my child is this or, or my nephew this my nephew that how are they gonna look on our family who gives a damn you know, what it should matter is how am I going to look to that person and to God, my creator, whoever I am worshiping, if I am to turn my back on this member of my family or this close person in my life because I'm worried about a reputation. And that's what too many people in society are worried about is a reputation. Because guess what? When it comes time and you in that pine box, your reputation don't mean shit after that. It's going to stay. Don't, they don't take that into account though, brother. They they really trying to hold up a a, a, a stick figure or a puppeteer version of themselves just to, to the masses or the public for a reputation. As you said, it, it ultimately equates to them necessarily having to look good they just want to look good and and they and they find shame in others just to prop themselves up Ooh. well you know that's understandable and while we on the you know the whole perception of things you know people look in and try to have the imagery so does that mean i gotta turn my back because i know my pastor used to be a bank robber um does that mean i need to turn my back because my pastor used to mess around with the kids um but you know people they just all of the things i just like again trying to figure this stuff out See, a, and i feel i feel that because it's like an exception when in religion it when it comes to sexuality it becomes the biggest of biggest sins in some cases but when it's a different sin we're not gonna say that oh it's so bad god will still forgive you 
Well, can we exactly. can, can can we just go ahead? And I'm gonna give a little bit of education to those that may not know, listening, a part of the panel, what not, what may be. Between the 1940s and the 1970s is when homosexuality and it being so wrong was actually added into the Bible. Those that don't know, Google is your friend. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Google lie too, so go to one of them old school ancient libraries and go just talk. You know, and I was getting ready to say that too. I was getting ready to go there. Well, well, the reason why I said Google is your friend in this one is because it will actually lead you to the people who actually did the research and will send you to their actual foundation where they were actually trying to put this out there to people. So people understand that, yo, this is not something new. These uh, people of different sexualities have been here since the beginning uh-huh. of time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I'm talking about the Roman. I'm talking, we talking about the a- ancient civilizations. It always been here. You know what? Absolutely. You know we what? learn all about Greek life, and we already know Zeus and then did some things that we. Excuse me. Yeah, Zeus, I mean, Zeus, was, Zeus was out there working. Yeah, okay. Or uh, on Norse mythology. Yeah. Well, listen. Mm-hmm. How about what? Is, how about we just take it to the King James, since that's the biggest version of the Bible in which we grew up. Are we talking about the more, more so revised version where they no. took out like thirty-seven books of it, or we? What are we talking about? No, no, no. I'm talking about King James in the sense of King James, the person himself, who was the not. Even, he did not even worship. Who actually was one of those people? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did not worship. You know, y'all. Of course, I know y'all know, but you know, to those out there, he didn't worship. Yeah, yeah, he did. He, he cast it. He cast it out the same people that were equivalent to him. I know this, brother. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, us knowing this, y'all folks out there listening, y'all got to understand everything is not what it seems. Don't sit there and just let someone sit there and tell you, tell you, tell you, and then you just run with it. Do that research for yourself because if you actually read that book, it tells you to do your research. All you have to do yeah. is read. So y'all only read scriptures that are notated from church mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. to go to when you need this or something to go to when you need that read that old thing i've read that thing four times oh, when i was in high school yep. i'm 43 years old let's go come on let's do this but before we get into the next topic and everything else we got to take a quick break um and get a word for our sponsors and we'll be right back so we'll catch y'all in just a few tonight's episode has been sponsored in part by the bluntness brand howie media group j and Photography, and Urban Dance Visions. To advertise, call 419-360-3387 or email at thehowiemediagroup at gmail.com. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in to the Sex Poach Chat. I am your host, Jerron Howie, and I have my panel of esteemed and distinguished guests tonight. Then we're answering different topics. We just talked about sexuality versus religion or sexuality and religion. Now, we all know that sometimes being in religious sex, it could actually be a very toxic environment. It can produce the different types of toxicity to where it makes people, sh- uh, I guess you want to say, shut themselves off from the rest of the world, including their family. It can create toxic environments to where everyone in the family looks down upon this person, no matter how great they are all because of who they are sexually so this is gonna bring up our next topic which is sexuality and toxicity my question to my panel how do you equate toxicity 
as it pertains to sexuality like in in, in for deeper for deeper perspective or uh, introspective so in the cis hetero community we have um women and we, i mean we have it in both communities but we're just gonna we're gonna put top we're gonna put specific topics to specific communities that's how i want to answer this so with the hetero community we have uh women that consistently and men that consistently um allow themselves to be doormats because that's what they're used to and what they know how do they break that cycle and then let's see for the lgbtqia community um the question is we have such a hard time with fidelity when it comes to temptations of the masses through means of gossip and street chatter. Mm-hmm. So how does that correlate with you? Ladies, of course, we're going to go ahead and let you guys start off first. So whichever one of you wants to jump in, go ahead. Sexuality, toxicity. You can speak from, you can speak from either side. This is this is why I split this one up because I want you to speak either mm-hmm. side of this one. Mm. I mean, I can go first. So, okay, okay. So, speaking from the heterosexual side, so I grew up hetero, believing I was heterosexual. I wanted to have a husband, and I had to have a husband. You know, because that's what society told me that was the correct way a household is supposed to be so it creates a false idea of happiness when you believe in seeing one thing but you are feeling internally another thing so being toxic in those manners for hetero men and women it's and i will also say also for the lgbtq community as well it starts with self you know you got it you got to get to why do you feel the way that you feel and deal with those feelings whether that means identifying who caused you to have those feelings and be able to use your throat chakra and tell these people how you feel and how they have made you feel and how that has you know for me i grew up closed off very quiet um in a way ashamed of who i was although my mother was a lesbian everyone else in my family were christian So that created a toxic environment for me as a bisexual female trying to figure out her way in life. Oh, that's uh, wow. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. (laughs) Thank you for that. Wow. Okay. How you feeling, X? Um, as it pertains to toxicity and sexuality. Yeah. Uh man it's 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 loaded it's always been loaded for me um you can say that uh i've i've always identified as hetero actually i know you uh referred to me as queer uh which is cool honestly um it never really mattered to me um like my my thing was the age that was that was the thing for me um, I'm 32 and I'm single and I don't have any children. I've never been married. 
And I was told a few months ago that I'm an old maid. And that made me feel... uh, Usually, I don't get bothered by shit like that because honestly, you know, this whole... The, the whole societal standards thing is bullshit and I really just feel like it just causes more more mental strain on us than we need uh, but when when a family member told me this I was like well damn <laughs> like I felt like my even though I know my worth and it took a long time for me to get to this point but, you know, finding my worth and knowing that it's okay for me to take my time to build, I'm not inadequate for the pace that I'm taking. My mom was all about telling me to, you know, put my education first, you know, put other things first before a man. Like, you know, we. she was a single mother and my dad was around, but it was mainly just me and her and my brother. Right. Um, but she was just like, you know, focus, focus on the grind right now. And then, you know, when that happens, it'll it'll fall into place. But let this be your number one priority. So when I was told this, I was upset because of I know from the other side, they're looking at me like I'm of no value. And that's upsetting to me, even though I know better, it's still upsetting to me. And so, you know, even though I am getting more grounded in being single and, you know, I'm taking this time, I just use this time as, you know, to work on myself. There are times when I do date and, you know, I have failures that happen and it's okay. But there have been times where I've thought to myself, well, what does this man think of me? Like, am I not worth it? Like, how does, like, am I not valuable? Like, I'm, I start to question myself as a result. And, you know, that, that's irritating. Well, first, let me apologize to um, misclassifying you because I hate to do that to anybody. Whether if you say it's okay or not, I do apologize for that. And then secondly, let me speak on and say that don't question your worth based off of somebody else's opinion of how they how you're valued. However, you value yourself is what you base your worth on. Don't oh, worry sure. about nobody else. For sure. It's just like it's it's just I, I do get it. There are times when I get in my head and I and you know, mm-hmm. it's the human side of me, you know. I, I can't sit here and, and act like I, it like it doesn't bother me at times. Uh you know, again, I was bullied a lot um, by family and friends or peers. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it, it, it. by the time I was told this, I was just like, OK, this is just another Tuesday for me. Um, but yeah, like and in and, and low moments when I'm in my head and I'm re rewinding certain moments in my life, I'm just like, well, shit, fuck me, huh? Like, like that, that's that's just. You know, that's how I felt at times. But yeah, definitely, I I try to listen to, uh, you know, the reality of things, listening to myself more. Um, yeah, I yeah, it's, it's already hard out here, you know? So to be told that, it's just like, dang. Mm. <clears throat> Woo! 
Oh, yeah. Get yourself a got get yourself a bad bitch playlist. Oh, like okay. Real. Like, for like real, I, real. Look, every I think every single one of us on this panel can get you uh, a bad song that. or two to put to your it's playlist. Good. Period. Every day you. If I would have clap back, I would have clapped the clap back on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, real quick. My, I would have, but you gotta pick and choose your battles. I can get real mean, and I just don't want to. Listen, she not lying about that. I've seen Zave snap, and it's like, yo, X is wild, <laughs> and I would literally be sitting wild. over there. And the thing is, you know me, I was just goofy. Oh, I'm still gonna fight you for that water and ketchup, salt and pepper shit you gave me. I haven't forgotten that. I remember that taste distinctly. Basically gave me V8 because I wanted some juice. Trifle. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, you remember that? Damn. Distinctly. Wow, y'all. Just wow. <laughs> it was the taste. It was Oh, just wow. Whoa. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. yeah I, open I was. So I don't, you know, I just I know how I can get and I just choose choose to just turn the other cheek. <laughs> I try to anyway. Yeah, I, I get it. I understand that. Ooh. So Kales, I mean, how you how you feel about that, man? What do what do you think about sexuality and toxicity? How what what roles of things that play key topic uh, key factors into that? Oh, nothing, because I never dealt with it. Um, shout out to my mama and a reason <laughs> in the life and things that she's went through with men that I did not allow myself to. So I, if it was somebody else on this line besides me, they probably feel like I was toxic for them. But like, no, I've learned early on things, certain things to do to protect myself. And I don't like nobody thinking they can control me. You can't control me. I control me and Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. All right. Um, but like, <laughs> I've always been the type of person of like, I ain't care what a person thought of me, how they feel about me. I know my worth. I know where I'm going. Even when I was just, you know, poor, ain't had no money at the time. I still entered the room like I was the baddest bitch up in there. Like, you can't tell me nothing. You can't do nothing for me that I can't do for myself now. I got, I'm more so got a hustle in me. And you know that, that definitely being from Detroit, Michigan. You know what I'm saying? So I knew how to get through this. Shout out D-Town. <laughs> okay. You know, I knew how to, you know, hustle and get through the system. So when it comes to like sexuality and toxicity, especially amongst the LGBTQ plus community, I never really had to deal with it because I'll, like I said, I was already taught how to be strong um, early on, even in the downfall situations that I've dealt with family like I've learned a lot of pain and hurt going through situations I went through with family instead of strangers on the street so my mind had already flipped of like if my family can do this to me I can just about imagine what somebody else can do that do not really know me like at all and you know you just I've always made sure I stay 10 steps ahead of anybody whether you're a close friend not a close friend a foe an enemy an enemy that's envious you will never get one up on me okay it will not happen you know so, and if somebody thinks that they're going to enter my life to be toxic <laughs> that is the wrong thing you want to do because let me tell you something honey i'm an aquarius i'm the last person that you want to be toxic Ooh. I'm sorry, Kelly. 
<laughs> they don't know about these Aquarius. They don't know. Okay, they know man. You hear me? I'm kind of crazy. Y'all a little wild. Look, this tongue, this tongue is a sword and people don't understand. Okay, and they be, you be you be so upset. You be so upset you want to fight me. And I'm the type of person like, nah, I don't. For folks that's listening, I don't Any condone violence. I don't get into all of that, you know. I'm not a person that just randomly likes to fight. However, right? <laughs> if you come to my doorstep, depending on the type of day that I'm having, I just might entertain your ass and knock you the fuck out and just go on by my day. <laughs> See, ladies and gentlemen, Jay's not the only one. He's not alone. <laughs> Look, you got, you, I, I just think that people have to know, and like I was listening to, you know, what some of you ladies are saying. I think that I, I know it takes people time to learn their worth and, you know, learn their value. You know what I'm saying? I think that it shouldn't take that long. That's just my opinion. And the reason why I say that is because usually when somebody is playing on your mental and making you second guess and second think of themselves you got to think about it when somebody is doing that they're already insecure so to make sure that you're not better than them they're going to make sure you're just as insecure as they are those are their insecurities coming on to you that was something that was never to you that was never something you created for yourself it just you just so happened to be in that situation with that person they was able to push that on you but, mm -hmm. You're not gonna get me, baby. <laughs> I am more happy single than I am gonna be happy with somebody because I'm not gonna think that that's who I should end up with, or I'm not gonna think that that's like, dang, this is all I got. Like, ain't no other like choices out here in the world. Oh, it's choices. You're always gonna have choices. Never forget that. Amen. Yeah, I'm pretty much had a setback. Uh, so yeah, it's like. Uh, when I was with someone basically like lost my identity just because it had gotten so, so we we shared so much in common that it was just like it was easy like it the, the lines became blurred and you know once we parted ways I did not know much about myself um, and so you know eight years eight years later to today i'm like yeah um i'm definitely a leg up but i can tell you one of my best friends was like ex you used to just have this i don't give a fuck attitude i miss that she needs to come back and i'm like shit she need to heal first because now i just want to burn everything to the ground <laughs> but i mean um, hey that might help you might need to do that <laughs> Absolutely. But yo, look, check it out. Let me. Y'all telling me to start a fire? Nah, nah. I mean, nah. just throw the shoes in I mean, the tub, make sure it's the right tub. You know, at least the left out right. bitch. Hit the right tub to make sure it's the right tub. Just burn everything in the tub. You be all right. right. Yeah, I was like, we ain't saying being dangerous. Be smart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But but Ryder, I mean Lamar, what what? As far as like from the, you know from the yeah, we can hear you. You're fine. Yeah. But Lamar, from the from the um um. The, the other male perspective, like, as far as, like, toxicity and sexuality, how do you feel those two go hand-to-hand correlate or, or actually are out of the world? How do you feel about it? Um, when they, when they come down, when they, when they come to that, uh, being, being on this side, bro, um, we are, we are most likely shunned because of the, I would, I guess, to, 
simplify it, I'll say appetite that we may have or whatever. Um, and so ultimately, it's like a man being a man. If you look back in time, all the way back, if you do any type of research, a man is not supposed to. A man is actually not supposed to be monogamous. That is a reality about the male gene that is in, embedded within us. But the toxic portion of things forces us to uh, basically tether ourselves to one singular being. And you know it's it's a very amicable thing when it comes to a man being uh holistically tethered to one woman in 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 that nature or whatever yeah that's 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 very noble it's an honorable thing but we the, the toxic format of that is when a man is being what he's supposed to be then he is basically demonized for being so ah well see that brings up my next topic which is sexuality and polyamory we're gonna take a quick break for my sponsors and we'll be right back so don't y'all go nowhere listeners and don't y'all go nowhere all right welcome back everybody to the sex pro chat and again i'm your host gerard and my panel tonight we have been dropping jokes learning so much and we just got finished talking about sexuality and toxicity. And Lamar segued us into the next topic, which is sexuality and polyamory. So it is crazy because I'm gonna put this, I'm gonna put this topic out here because it's, it's actually on my social media, on my Facebook. For those of you that don't know what my Facebook is, you can follow me. My name is Jerron Howie. It's there. It's plain, simple. Like, bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> excuse me. I posted something this evening. Well, actually, earlier today. And someone disagreed with it. And she was like, well, thanks for not asking me. And I'm like, babe, like, everybody else that disagreed, they pretty much, you know, they said what they had to say and told why they disagree. I'm just posting this up here. But the topic was, it was just a post that said that, you know, sometimes when you're trying to speak from, um, when people are speaking from a monogamous um, mindset, you can't really explain polyamory to them because they're going to look at it from that monogamous mindset. They're never going to see it that way. They won't open up. And I wasn't saying that the word never because sometimes we have to just say nothing never say no but i personally was just like well from my own personal experience and people that i've talked to this has been raining true so it's something i'm gonna bring up on my podcast which is why i posted it up there and it even says that so you know i appreciate people's comments and and and, and rebuttals and agreements or disagreements so make sure you guys text 419 360-3387 and tell us your thoughts. So, sexuality and poly, uh, polyamory, y'all. <laughs> who want to start? I just thought out there and was like, y'all, like, was that the post question that you were giving us the time? Right. I was like, because I was ready. <laughs> I'm trying to see what's happening. I, I mean, I guess I, I want to segue off of Lamar on that one. I yeah, was ready right. to right. Lamar. Right. Now, tell me, tell me. <laughs> now, listen, I had I actually had a question, but like he kind of he he 
he stood it a different way and I want to go that way. I was going to segue in it, but that question can be answered in his movement valid. And when right, it comes up, let, I'll bring it up. Let it go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Rebuttal. Okay. Uh, okay. Here's, here's my question. Do y'all, when, do you think that the reason why people are not that aware of their sexuality is one of the reasons why people are so against polyamory. Um, uh, I'm about to say, who finna start this off? <laughs> I, mean, oh, I, 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 I want that rebuttal. No, I want say, that wait, rebuttal. Say, say the question again. Hold on. Okay. I got you. Okay. So, do you think <clears throat> that mm-hmm. the reason why people have such a negative view of polyamory mm-hmm. is because of them not even having their own sexual journey they're not you know they're they're not comfortable in their own sexuality self-aware so they're, so they're not self-aware so therefore they project that to other people and say oh no that's just nasty that's that's so greedy that's this that's that but that's actually life that's actual history that's actual yeah. <laughs> you know so i want to know like what's t kills y'all kills lamar x right what's t so what i was gonna say was so what i was gonna say was i feel like uh no because i just think people like they just look at it crazy for the simple effect that they're not sexually comfortable so I feel like I come to realize a lot of folks that be having sex, they'd be very mediocre. It'd be very surface. They'd be the oohs and the eyes and uh, and uh, everything. <laughs> right. Um, but if you are a person that are like, I'm comfortable with my body, this and the third, again, <coughs> or you are comfortable with yourself, you have to be comfortable with the other individual. Um, but also you have people that can't be as sexually free as they want. I think I touched on this before, sexually free as they want to because honestly speaking when people get into relationships they talk about the surface stuff of like honest and trust and respect and yada 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 but you can't most people can't really go into a relationship talking about what they like to do sexually because once you start listing those things your potential mate soulmate if i want to say that you know they might just look at you differently and y'all might not end up together because you like to try to do some things that they don't really so-called like or they never it never really crossed their mind to really try <laughs> they have to stand behind the facade they gotta stand behind the restraints that they have casted upon themselves and it also comes with insecurities mm-hmm. because they don't want to they don't want to feel lesser yeah. than the next person i know i'm i'm very much so aware of this i Oh, not the mute button. Dealing with on that level, <laughs> she has to be capable of understanding that your place. Wait, not the mute button. Wait, what's going on, bro? We getting calls back to back. My bad, yo. Ah, uh, yeah. You gotta put that on. Do not hold on. Let me get my. Let me. I just get my other phone, yo. Okay. Now, nah, what I was saying was certain levels of insecurities come into play with that and, and things of that nature. I, I apologize for me cutting out. Um, it ultimately just boils down to the person being capable of understanding where they stand with you. But also, I think that goes back to somebody made the statement. I can't remember. Um, I want to say X when um, she was talking about certain things like she felt like, but she enough and stuff like that. Sex make people think like that. 
Because if you can't fulfill certain things sexually, you're going to start thinking like, dang, am I enough? Can I hang? Can I really? Because y- y'all know the saying, what, what one won't do, another one will. So, like, you know, people just have to be confident and comfortable within themselves when it comes to sexual things and it's just like i'm not saying like oh you need to try everything that's just how free you need to be no just like you have we have boundaries for like our friends and how people treat us and this and that you can have sexual boundaries have boundaries to the point where also you are getting what you need out of the experience just as much as the other person so by the time you're done you won't feel nasty or disgusted or look at yourself in the mirror like did i really try that like did I did I did I really do this? Mm-hmm. I don't think I want to do this again. And then on top of that, definitely we are always already know like a lot of things. It's, it's very a mental game, honestly. And then on top of that, to go even further, I think it is because people don't allow themselves to do certain things sexually because let's be real. Um, I know it's a lot of other cultural and race out there, but as black folks as in the black community, we don't discuss a lot of things. Um, we could be mm-hmm. very sexual, but we don't go in Catholic topic and conversation. So it, it like things that we discuss with our own people is very surface. I'm just hoping like I can't wait till we get to I think we're slowly getting there, but get to a time where we can have conversations like this and it don't have to be surface. I can be safe when I'm with you in the room. I can be safe and talk about certain things and try to get better understanding and better education of it all. Um, because it's just as much as wanted to be free during sex and we don't have these conversations because the reason why we don't have these conversations that's why we don't have the conversations about HIV and all of that or what can happen or when you should have sex when you should consent to not have sex like it's so much that falls into that it's like it's just it's crazy but no it's, it's crazy that you say that because the next week's topic that's gonna air is talking about sexuality in the black community so yeah we, we confined to that we confined yeah. to we, can, we are confined. confined to what it is you know I want to piggyback off of that too. Go ahead. So I'm going to say no to that question. And I say no because we also have to remember as the individuals that live in this society, history in a lot of ways have been erased and or hidden from us. So, you know, being polyamorous is, is all throughout history. But if you don't know your history and you're only listening to what you've been taught and spoon fed, then you don't know no better you're gonna continue and continue to follow that path because you don't know what the truth really is but on the other hand i want to say yes because it'll go back to our our question on religion and sexuality religion holds us in a lot of a lot of change chains when it comes to polyamory relationships because it's frowned upon in some religious cultures whereas in some it is fully embraced Mm-hmm. And those cultures that don't embrace it don't understand the cultures that do embrace it because they know their history. And what's to, 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 to uh, even piggyback off of that, those that don't understand it based off of a religious aspect don't understand their religion. If you read their, they read that text a little bit more, they'd see that right. in there. But you know, hey, <laughs> who am I? Monogamy <laughs> like, is very young compared to polygamy. And yeah. um, and like I, I I know um one of my good friends and I were having a conversation because she is she prefers being in a polygamous relationship. Um and so we talked about our differences and everything. 
And I've met a lot of people that frown upon it. And I'm just like, dude, it's just, it is what, you know, it's basically everything that we've talked about. It's, you know, cultures and, you know, different lifestyle. I'm like, just because it's not the life that I live doesn't mean that it's the only way there is, you know? So, um, you know, we just talked about just the whole being in alignment is super important. And, well, I mean, not to, not to kind of cut you off, but like, I, I wanted to touch on something you said. You were like, um, you know, she's in the polygamy. So like, are you saying like, she's, she, cause you know, uh, polygamy, polygamy and polyamory are different. They may sound similar, but in practice, they're very quite different. They're like 18 different. 18 huge differences that point out that are a part of that, that separate the two. You know what I mean? So like when you say her being uh in, in a polygamous relationship, like are you associating that with polyamory or are you just saying like polygamy and polyamory? I realize it's a difference. I cannot remember if I think it's um it's another woman. I got time so two women and a man. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's either it's either two men or two women, whichever way you want to go. Yeah, that's but probably Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what's the difference between? Okay, so hold on, because I think it kind of got cut off on my side. So just to make polygamy, sure I heard y'all. Polygamy would be one having multiples of the other, which like is man, man or woman. Yeah, so like if a man had um, multiple wives that didn't interact with it was just multiple wives that's polygamy but this is polyamory is which is just a difference it's a it's a reference of still having like multiple partners of any gender male a copacetic ecosystem right yes yes hello yeah yeah you there yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Say that again. Did you, did you hear it? It's, it's like a. Oh, I a, said a copacetic ecosystem. Yeah, that's how we summed it up. It's a copacetic ecosystem. So basically, that's the, that's the difference between them because one is more about having like like concubines. One is more focused on concubines, the other one is more focused on a gender a gender neutral, um, gender neutral. Excuse me, um, copacetic ecosystem. Gotcha. Okay. It's it's not it's not as complicated as a train versus a threesome. Right. Yeah, <laughs> a train. Ooh, no, <laughs> never. I had to. My bad. I had to. I had to. My bad. It's not that. It's not that complicated. On a good day, a train not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 look. See, see, see. You can accept that, right? I don't know if you gotta take that off, but. I'm just, all right, hey, stop recording if we go, nah, let me stop. <laughs> you be like, be like, all signs point right here. Just follow the signs, please. Follow the, the directions. <laughs> My bad. I'm just saying, there, there is a, there is a, there is a difference. There is a certain difference. I'm aware. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh but, no, it, it cut off on y'all again. My bad. But, but look, though, the reason why I said that and the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because the other day, I had a friend that I grew up with. We decided to have a conversation about polyamory. And as soon as I started talking, the first thing he said was, nah, that's bullshit. That's polygamy. And I was like, nah, that's the difference. I was trying to explain the difference. And it just like, it wasn't resonating to him, you know? And he continued on, he continued on. And then all of a sudden he started talking about, 
but I ain't, I ain't taking care of nobody else's baby. And I'm like, what are we talking about here? And he, he couldn't, he couldn't answer my question. I was like, what does that have to do with polyamory? And he couldn't answer the question. So it was just like, as we continue to keep talking, it was like, the more and more I was talking to him, the more and more he kept, you know, downgrading it. It was just like, it got a little frustrating. Not, it didn't piss me off, but it just frustrated me. Like, yo, you, you're one of the most open-minded people I know, and now that's how you are? Okay. So then he continued to proceed. It was like, started mentioning something about, you know, what if this man been messed with my woman? And, you know, she ended up getting pregnant by him because his sperm was stronger than mine. And then I turned around and asked me, he turned around and asked me, does that make, do I sound insecure? Does that make me insecure? I was like, yes, 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 it does. Yes, yes, my good sir. I was like, it's giving. And the thing is, I don't My guy. Yeah, right. And the thing is, the more I know you and I personally, we talked about it. And the thing is, I don't want to hold too much over his head about it because I know it's something that's ingrained like we had talked about before it's just something that's ingrained in him and that's well, something that's ingrained in a lot of the people in our community which is why we're going to have that conversation next week about um, sexuality in the black community because it's something we need to have these conversations we do by, by now by now we should all be wanting to wake up and you know be, be 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 mentally and spiritually free as well. Yes, yes. You know, we we walking around on this earth like I guess quote unquote partially free people, but we still enslaved in some ways, shape, form, or fashion based off of how we have been raised and and, and, and groomed or, or however you want to whatever whatever term you want to use for it. We have we are confined. We are confined to the terms that have that were not our own. You know, so it is. It, it's, it, it's it's important that we have these conversations, and that's why we're definitely mm-hmm. gonna have it. You know, but I had to bring that that that, that kind of little that little bit of personal insight in on it because I've had conversations with people like him before, and it never got it never went like super like that. wasn't even left. I don't even know what direction that went in, but you know, it's kind of always tend to go have gone. And this has been people of any. Uh, it's been with people of any um, ethnicity or background. But it's always kind of like, well, that's just why. Why can't you just be with one person? Like, it's almost like they're campaigning for you to be monogamous if you're not. You know what I mean? Or why can't, or, or not even, not even if you're saying it for yourself, but if you're talking to them in just in that tense of saying, you know, well, you know, polyamory is a da da da. Well, why can't they just be with one person? Like, why is it so important to you? That they be with just one person. Why don't you? Well, you know, on one person. You know. <laughs> yeah, look, it's not about <laughs> who can or why they can't be with one person. You know what? Matter of fact, question. You want to know why I can't be with one person? You want me to tell you? Yeah. Y'all want me to tell y'all? <laughs> I feel like I feel well, like people that's listening. People that's listening not gonna like me. The reason why I can't be with one person because I'm not good at getting in a relationship like most folks lying and having me more than one person. But I'm lying about it, telling you you're the one. You're always in my dreams. I love you. I see nobody else. And I got Keisha, Stacy, Linda, Lisa, Ashley, Brenda, Tashika on the side. But you know, just none of my business. You'd rather tell the truth than, than be a liar. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's fair. I mean, that's very fair. I mean, like, I've never, 
Like, I never did understand why people would question that. I mean, like, I, I could see it's just most of the time my friends that were in these relationships weren't, they, it was always some sort of drama. Like, someone, like, the communication was clear to begin with, but then someone else's motives, uh, you know, started to change. That's the norm. Well, yeah, most Cause people because they, they typically get hurt. Yeah, most people typically tend to uh, seek out something that they feel that they lack from uh, this singular person uh, and someone else. That's just that's 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 what turns around and you know makes 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 things be, turn around and be toxic. Oh, you- yeah. And you know, like if we if you just kind of like think about it, all these topics go hand in hand. They all go hand in hand, and, and <laughs> it's just amazing to have so many different perspectives. Like I, I appreciate the perspective that you guys are giving because you know it's not coming from a pro versus con. You know what I mean? This is like this is just open truth uh, that's being spoken. So you guys are my MVPs for that. I appreciate it tonight. I know we know that. Um, uh, one of our guests Much had to love. leave. You know, said so I know Yanni. She had to leave. Uh, we appreciate her for being here. Um, I do appreciate you guys for being here as well. Um, you know, so uh, <clears throat> before we wrap up, you know, anybody have any final thoughts on just everything as a whole? I'm good, bro. I feel like we explained things kind of thoroughly. Um, any other topics or subjects that we need to elaborate on will be explored. That's just me, though. I thought this was very insightful um, because I I can definitely say um, the topic of polyamory slash polygamy uh, is a newer is a newer one that I'm learning about. Um, And I can say it's been at least 10 years now uh, since I've been introduced to it and just getting a better understanding and I'm meeting more and more people that. Um, including including y'all that have been educating me, so it's been it's been nice. I I definitely can take a lot away from our discussion here. I hope that we can all gather again here soon. Most definitely, most definitely. I mean, if you guys would like, I will, <clears throat> I will put this out as an open invitation uh, for my topic on um, sexuality in the black community. I mean be great to hear some of your perspectives on that because we you all kind of touched on it a little bit in some way shape or fashion so i feel like you you know of course being people uh you know people of uh, our descent and being people from different walks of life i'm sure you can add some great insight so you know that open invitation is for you guys you know hit me up email me and you know we'll get that we'll get that going sounds good to me because <laughs> yeah, I, I already can feel we got something to say. I'm a user. We always oh, gonna have something to say because the world be having something to say. That's right. I was just about I, to say. I've really got to separate myself. <laughs> so, I want to thank everybody, each and every one of my panelists tonight. I want to thank all of our sponsors. I want to thank you, the listeners. And to you, the listeners, make sure you give us a text at 419-360-3387 and let us know, do you agree or disagree on the topics of tonight at hand? Did you enjoy yourself? 
you know, leave us leave us your comments, your concerns. You know, be who you are. I would say be nice, but be who you are. Hit us up like always. And y'all make sure y'all have a good night. Thank you so much. And we out of here. This has been a Howie Media Group presentation. <laughs>